you know, I think Obama might be an autosexual. I mean, do you think he's an autosexual? Not homosexual, an autosexual. That is someone who is attracted to himself, of course. And Obama's latest comments sure make him sound like one. Oh, if only we had a million Baracks and Michelles running around, we could finally have hope. Well, you were supposed to accomplish hope with your presidency, Barack. I mean, whatever happened to that? Now, apparently, we need a million of you to accomplish that. God help us. I mean, one, one Obama was enough. I mean, this guy's narcissism is through the roof. It knows no bounds. He has looked into the river and he has seen his reflection and he has fallen madly in love with it. And now I'm afraid he will spend a lifetime tormented that his reflection will never love him back. His wife, you know, is just an afterthought. Now what we really need is a million of me. And that's what he said a year ago. A million of me and Michelle's running around. Millions. Now he's doubling down saying the world needs a million Barack and Michelle's to carry forward the solutions this country really needs. When in reality, just one, just one Barack and Michelle were plenty. That was enough to throw the country into a state of economic turmoil, social unrest, and racial strife from which we still haven't fully recovered. All right, and welcome to the White House Brief with me, your humble correspondent, John Miller. Follow me on Twitter at MillerStream if you simply can't get enough of the profundities I offer here. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can listen to the White House Brief on the go now. Search White House Brief wherever you get your podcast. It's there, I promise. Please subscribe, rate it, and review it. Anna Kasparian and her dopey little podcast have fallen off the iTunes top charts list, but I'm still only one spot above the Krasenstein Soy Bros. So you gotta subscribe to get them the hell out of my sight. Okay, so former President Obama speaking to a bunch of Canucks at the Bell MTS place in Winnipeg, Canada, and told them, quote, if we could form a network of those young leaders, not just in the United States, but around the world, then we got something. He continued before adding, if we can train a million Baracks and Michelles who are running around thinking they can change the world, hope is attainable. I mean, the narcissism of these comments, it's just astounding. It really is astounding, but not surprising. Because lest we forget, this isn't the first time he stated a desire to apparently clone himself. Here's what he said almost a year ago to this day. If I could do that effectively, then... You know, I would create a hundred or a thousand or a million young Barack Obamas or Michelle Obamas. Oh, that sounds great. I can't wait for that. But this wasn't just an accident. Clearly, it was not a slip of the tongue where he just let his unmitigated arrogance slip out too much. No, this is something Obama believes. I mean, Obama, he thinks he's great. Remember, to honor the civil rights hero Rosa Parks and the 57th anniversary of the day she refused to give up her seat on the bus, how did Obama do it? He did it with a picture of himself. Rosa Parks was really special and all, but it was actually me who was kicked off the civil rights movement. I sat on that bus. Yes, we can. I mean, he has a habit of doing this. This is not the only time. To honor Neil Armstrong's life after Neil Armstrong passed away, Obama also used a picture of himself, gazing off into the stars. And then on the 50th anniversary of the death of JFK, Obama posted a picture of himself gazing up at JFK. It is about Obama every single time. And then you're not gonna believe this last one. 
for the presidential biographies on the White House website, you know, they keep a bunch of bios for the presidents there. He injected himself and his own accomplishments into the biographies of every single U.S. president since Calvin Coolidge, with the exception of Gerald Ford. President Coolidge later helped create the Federal Radio Commission, which has now evolved to become the FCC. But President Obama became the first president to hold virtual gatherings and town halls using Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus and LinkedIn. Isn't Obama so fantastic? President Roosevelt signed the Social Security Act. Today, the Obama administration continues to protect seniors and ensure Social Security will be there for future generations. Reagan called for a fairer tax code, one where a multimillionaire did not have a lower tax rate than a secretary. But today, President Obama is calling for the same with the Buffett rule. Yes, Obama, if you can believe it, taking credit for the Reagan tax cuts. Total narcissist looking into the river, falling in love with his own reflection, which is why I think he might be an autosexual. After all, we are living in the age of the autosexual, the people sexually attracted to themselves. An article in The Guardian asks, are you turned on when you look in the mirror and enjoy nothing more than a steamy night at home alone? If so, you could be an autosexual. And of course, we've seen, we've seen what a steamy romantic night at the Obama household looks like by himself. Thanks, Obama. Sexy. Uh, yeah, thanks, Obama. Thanks for all you've done to destroy our country. Now, the only hole in my running brilliant theory here of Obama's autosexuality is that he actually prefers not just to be by himself, but apparently the company of a million of him. Yes, a million reckless Marxists who hate their country. Wouldn't that be fantastic? A million people who believe that the United States, as it was founded, is unjust and immoral to its core and must be changed, must be transformed. A million community organizers who grew up smoking dope and driving around hotboxing the Choom Wagon. Remember the Choom Gang? Because remember, remember what a little teenage Barack Obama was like. Yeah, I used drugs. I, I drank. I pretty much tried whatever was out there, but I was in Hawaii and it was a pretty relaxed place. Yeah, we need a million of those. I mean, we, we of course know after that he became a community organizer, got his law degree, taught cases on racism, and then weirdly enough, the Constitution, where I want to know if he was just like, all right, the Constitution, you start here and then you rip it in half and throw it in the garbage. And then he, after that, dabbled in law, but he made it clear he wasn't really interested in practicing law. He just wanted to do it to learn about Chicago politics. And in the meantime, he attended Louis Farrakhan marches. He then ran for office, and then he demagogued his way up to the presidency, where he divided the country so much to the point I truly believe we are still recovering from it. I mean, the racial tension he stoked is still evident in our discourse. He emboldened radical Black Panthers and Radical white supremacists, both fringe groups with his acrimonious rhetoric. And then what did we see from that? We saw more division. We saw Ferguson. And then we saw Charlottesville. And I believe you can trace that all the way back to Obama. I mean, a million Barack and Michelles would aggravate that, well, a millionfold. Now, at this event in Canada, he said he plans to make a, quote, university for social change. Oh, how novel. 
aimed at developing the skills of young people from around the world who harbor cynicism toward old institutions. Really? A university for social change? Well, sign me up. We can call it Columbia University. Now, when he says old institutions, what does he mean exactly? Well, he means the free market. He means capitalism, because they believe capitalism is old and dusty, doesn't work anymore, because the Dems, they're playing this game where they pretend socialism is this amazing new system no one's ever tried before. They act like socialism isn't the road to communism, communism, which is how Marx envisaged it. And communism is responsible for the death of like a mi 100 million people just in the last century. I mean, socialism, Venezuela is doing a great job with socialism now. Just, you know, don't ask Maduro the wrong questions because he'll hold you hostage and your crew hostage, steal your footage and destroy it. Socialism, isn't it wonderful? People are starving, they have no food, there's a civil war right around the corner because the leaders of Venezuela, oh, they harbored that same cynicism Obama was talking about toward old institutions. Barack Obama wants a million of him to bring up that wonderful change you just saw. I mean, for him, one presidency was not enough. His fundamental transformation is only getting started, if you ask Obama. And he's going to do that through things like indoctrinating millions of Americans through Netflix. Millions of people watching his programming on Netflix. Don't forget about that one. And now, apparently, he plans to carry out his fundamental transformation through cloning himself. I mean, you can't make this up. Ladies and gents, if we have a million Barack and Michelles, this country is in big trouble. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.